This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Hey, here's something to think about if you have a campaign. If you're starting a campaign, creating a campaign, campaign world, whatever. You always have to decide how, when, they, when the players make the characters, how do they fit in the world? Okay, here's one thing to think about when you do that. How much do the players know about the physical world? The physical world they're starting in. Let's take, for example, they all start in uh, Dirtville. You've created the town of Dirtville. You've got another town about, oh, a few miles away called, um, I don't know, Spire City. But they start in Dirtville, and there's a forest, and there's mountains there. The, you've got the elf forest over there, and the granite mountains, and maybe some ruins that you don't know about, and all this other, you know, the usual stuff. How much do they know of that area? Or are they strangers? Maybe they come from somewhere else. But usually you start them in a place. We'll say Dirtville. And... They know the town. I, I'm assuming they automatically know the town. They may not know each other, but they know the town. And the shops there and some of the people there. And, you know, it usually happens. I mean, you know, I moved here. I got to know people and places. So that happens. So determine how much of the area they know. Do they know about Spireville or Spire Town or whatever it is? Do they know about the Elven Forest? You know, I think the good, a good rule of thumb would be to say they know the area of about, I don't know, 25 miles uh, uh, around. Um, what I'm trying to say a 25 square mile area. If they're in a bigger city, you could extend that to 50, I think. But anything like that? Oh, oh, yeah, I, I yeah, I know about that old that old uh, the old town over there. But that's like I've heard of it. I've never been there. But you know, the caravans go there regularly. But yeah, I hear it's a nice place. But Spireville, Spireville is a really hopping city. Let me tell you. 
you know, you can have NPCs act, you know, talk about that that way, build up state stuff. And this kind of fuels the adventure, fuels the character's desires to go do something, especially if you got some people, if you got, uh, say, a merchant house that they know a few per people there and they tell them about the tales of, of Old Town that they'd never been to and it makes them want to go even more. All of a sudden, they're hiring on and they're going there. But in the, in the, in the general area, they know who, what where to go, things like that. Say the say the granite mountains are close and there's some forest there and you say, well, you got to be, a, you know, there's some really good fish in there in, in uh, Black Bottom Lake, but but you got to be careful because, you know, granite mountain, it's right, it butts up against Black Bottom Lake, you know, and it's it's real dangerous. It's, you know, you got to, you got to watch out for the owlbears because they like, that is their, like their mating area or something. Or, you know, maybe there's jaguars in the forest or the, the goblins are, are hiding out in the caves there. So you got to watch that, that kind of thing. And that, that's just more adventure, more adventure hooks. And eventually they will go to Old Town. But, you know, don't make it easy for them. I'm not saying make it easy, but I mean, you know, have a little fun, you know, in the area first. And then when the time is right, when their levels are up, send them to Old Town on a merchant caravan or something like that, or go rescue somebody or whatever. So that's my idea about that. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com, or you could drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. Single donations, go to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar. PayPal.me slash Old Man Grognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Griggs, the Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast. There is Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton at the Bandit's Key Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, till I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.